Hello and welcome to All The Gear and No Idea. This is a podcast of conversations between myself, Becky, and Savannah, my personal trainer and friend. Savannah's approach to personal training is refreshing and unconventional. She'll be the one handing you the Prosecco, not telling you how many calories are in it. This podcast is to discuss how health and fitness is more than just weights and burpees. It could be fun and it doesn't have to become an obsession. I hope I get to share snippets of what Savannah has taught me throughout this. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and enjoy episode one. Hi Savannah. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Okay, so first I need to apologise for the terrible audio because like I mentioned to you before, I'm sitting in my wardrobe with a blanket on my head. <laughs> Lockdown times. <laughs> Lockdown times, exactly. But I thought it was quite fitting with the theme that we're going to discuss today. So yeah, definitely. The first theme I thought that's good for us to discuss is how to stay motivated and healthy during a stressful situation. I thought maybe extend this so it doesn't have to be just now during this isolation time, but just in general, if you're going through stress, um, or like an anxious period how you can keep up with your training or whatever plan you have um yeah but before we get into it do you just want to explain who you are and how you got into fitness yeah sure so um i've been PTing for about five years i actually got into fitness about 10 years ago through a reception job straight out of uni and luckily a friend of mine offered me a job so i started working in fitness then and then kind of got into training um messed around with a few different jobs for a few years was a nanny for a while and did lots of other things which are lovely but not particularly stimulating um and then about five years ago I was kind of just doing jobs that I didn't really like so my mum offered to help me retrain um so I got into fitness then probably didn't really research it very well at all um but I was I've been really lucky I think I just kind of hit the ground running and I had no clue what I was doing at the beginning in terms of like selling the job um I always knew that I could train people but I wasn't a salesperson at all so going to like a fitness corporate gym in central London was very terrifying but um I think I got quite lucky. I had a couple of girls working there that were really helpful and then went freelance for 18 months after that. And the rest is history, just working freelance now and loving it. And uh, yeah, just sort of building the community slowly, which has been fun. Lots of yeah. stuff along the way. Definitely. Yeah, that's it really. <laughs> and that's why I wanted to um, mention in the intro is this community thing, is that how I found you is that you have created something that I think is really rare in terms of you've created a community in our area of London where it means that health and fitness has become not just you know like something I'm like forced to do every week or anything like that but it's become something that's so enjoyable and just part of my life because now I've made friends from it and there's people that you know that I'll see or like I talk to you but not just because you're my personal trainer but because you've created like a friendship group and a support network which I think is really important and especially yeah. during this time. Yeah, I think um, moving to London is particularly hard anyway. Um, it took me quite a long time to kind of find my tribe and it was kind of through a gym that I eventually did. Um, I was quite lucky and started training at a studio and through that met loads of people that were quite like-minded and quite sociable. 
um and then yeah. I kind of sort of see that with all my clients anyway like I had this range of clients all over London um and there was lots of similarities like lots of girls that were entrepreneurs and lots of guys working in similar areas and it kind of just made sense to try and link everyone up because there was a lot of people that I think were quite struggling on the mental health side feeling a bit lonely um particularly if they just moved to the area and didn't really know anyone um, so that's the, where the community came from and then through the classes and everything else that we've did in the last year that's just built more and more and now all these little friendships are developed which is amazing it's so lovely to see um how all the girls have like got to know each other and yeah like we're all, all there to support when things get tough whether that's in a class or outside on a picnic blanket having a cry about a boy or <laughs> whatever yeah other issue there is at the time it's all very important yeah <laughs> my first question to you really is when things get difficult or circumstances changed so for example for me this has happened a lot since I've known Mm -hmm. you in terms of like I've I've lost my job at one point like now I've had a pay cut when those difficult circumstances happen then how do you and say you've been progressing so far with like for example if I'm using you as a PT or if you're going to the gym if you've been progressing to a stage where you feel really proud of and then some circumstances change that how do you Mm. then kind of rejig your mindset or do you have any advice for someone that then loses their tools and then wants to carry on but just doesn't really know how I think it's first of all very important to say that everyone feels like that and I've gone through that several times ironically Mm. probably when work is busiest I tend to stop training as much um because naturally you prioritize the your energy into the, the, the most important things so that might be work or a relationship issue or anything and it's totally normal and okay to take a step back every now and again um, and to accept that you may have some weeks that you don't really feel like training um, I think particularly as a girl we probably have those at least once a month um, but <laughs> just ask, asking for help is a massive thing like asking a friend to work out with you whether it's over face FaceTime or in person asking if you need help from a PT obviously it's a great start there's so much available at the moment free and otherwise I think it's knowing what what works for you so a lot of people probably have found recently without classes being available in gyms that they just haven't got the self-motivation to do it by themselves Um, and actually paying someone to sit there with you or to do it in FaceTime works much better for them it's just I guess like investing your time your energy in the right places it's it's one of those things you just got to juggle and you've got to work out what works for you and just keep practicing and keep trying until you find something that does Um, and it might not always work every day like some days you might just really not want to do that FaceTime or really not want to do that Instagram live and you know just do a yoga session just give yourself a break once in a while and even if it's just you just do 20 minutes of stretching quite often that then takes you into other things like once you get moving and you get walking or go for a bike ride or whatever then that quite often makes you feel more like training and gets you back in the rhythm I think it's just that having that sort of time in the day to um prioritize your exercise or prioritize your well-being in some way then you just gradually build up into a routine and before you know it you're training again and things are a lot less scary and that's another thing that we touched on earlier is 
is the mental health side of it and that I think how refreshing you are in terms of a PT is the fact that you really do prioritize people's mental health and yeah. we joke that you are a therapist as well as a personal <laughs> trainer because we come to sessions and you know sometimes you might not get the best out of your workout but you can always have a rant and that yeah <laughs> so healthy to just be able to come to you and kind of just offload a bit like mental health is so important and it's not just about the fitness side of it but it's about being able to like have that network of people that you can offload to that doesn't you know that don't judge you we don't feel those pressures around mm-hmm. yeah um, is there anything in particular that you do or would recommend of how you relax and zone out um i think generally going for a walk a run or a bike ride is probably the best mostly because you don't look at your phone as much yeah. um, i try and listen to podcasts once in a while and um, some really good mental health ones out there um i think it's just literally doing something that distracts you a lot of the time or just giving yourself time to not really focus, not really like need to do anything, like just go for a walk with some music on that you like, even if it's something really, truly awful. <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, I think, stepping away from the situation you're in. Like at the moment, obviously, we're spending a lot of time at home. And I tend to find if I don't go out at all during the day, it really like makes me struggle oh, so. on, on the dark, the dark of rainy days, like not going out. It's just such a horrible, it's a long day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think really even just getting out of it's for like, yeah, completely. Yeah. I just say like good chats with friends, music, podcasts, like anything active, even if it's a token 10 minute run. Yeah. I'm not a runner at all, so that's about as long uh, <laughs> as I'm going to be going 10, 20 minutes. <laughs> just um, do something else after that. <laughs> yeah. Um, social media during this time, I think, has changed quite a lot. And something that I struggle with is that there's always this pressure, especially now, for like coming away from this time being, you know, like a, a new, a new revised version of yourself, mm-hmm. like a better that you've come out with seven languages under your belt and like <laughs> 50 tiktok dances but i find that that really pressurizing because then you start to judge everyone around you and judge what people are doing and yourself as a pt you do you still get that do you get that around other people's businesses and so on um i think I think at the beginning it was quite easy to feel like you needed to suddenly become this online trainer that's got programs you know for sale and doing lots of things on FaceTime I'm not sorry not FaceTime more like Instagram lives and all that kind of thing um and you know building your community and it's so easy to overdo it and to take on too much so when lockdown happened obviously all my clients went online which I was incredibly grateful for um and I just focused on that I kind of was, yeah, aware of what everyone else is doing, but just trying not to spend too much time on the social media and trying not to feel like this, it was you know, now or never to become an internet PT. Um, and just yeah. to try and do you. I think luckily the older I get, the less I care what other people are doing <laughs> or uh, yeah, what, what else I, I should wait. be doing. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I know what you mean. Like you, you, I definitely at the beginning was thinking, oh, I need to come out this is amazing ads and like to be I don't know super successful ever yeah 
Um, but I think as it went on, I kind of just realised actually just sort of getting through the weeks and making sure everyone else was all right and we were sort of getting through it mentally intact was the most important thing. Like it didn't need to become a whole new business. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's, I've been very lucky it's done very well in the last few months. We've um, been very busy, but I, it, you don't need to suddenly become an entrepreneur if you're not already you can just try and get through lockdown yeah in one piece I think it's important to remember that you just it's okay to do nothing I mean like it's yeah like it's completely. a stressful time now and there and there's other times in your life it'll be stressful and it's okay to just spend that time kind of like recalibrating and like understanding yeah what's going on around you and what's going on in your mind and or just taking the time to like figure out what you like or what you want to do it's a really good mm-hmm. moment to like self-reflect but like I've kind of been trying to spend this time just figuring out like what are my like true interests and what am I doing just mm-hmm. I feel like I should be all the associated work or other people's things that have been you know put on to me so mm-hmm. just trying to make the most of the time but not feel the pressure to be super productive every single day because yeah, it's not yeah. realistic is it no I think in London we glorify being busy and this is the first time probably since any of us have moved here that we've not actually gone out every week and not felt the need to constantly see all our friends like we've actually all slowed down and realized it's quite nice and quite good for the stress levels to just kind of go back to country pace in a way yeah definitely always be a thousand miles a minute yeah and just take time to kind of enjoy that as well like I know obviously you don't enjoy mm. the fact yeah going for a global pandemic but like enjoy the fact that they've got time to slow down and we don't have to be rushing about like commuting yeah yeah oh gosh yeah that commute don't miss that at all <laughs> no definitely um another thing I've been hearing a lot is about um eating and emotional eating and snacking all the time and loads of people at work say like oh, I've eaten so much during this time I'm always snacking um you know constantly going to the fridge and I just wanted mm. to talk to you about something I heard the other day which I'm definitely an emotional eater like I really struggle with that if it's if it's a mm. stressful time or if it's oh god if it's like that time of the month or anything I just I go for the food and it's mostly junk food but I heard something recently where this mm. is so simple and it makes so much sense. But, you know, when you hear things, you're like, oh, obviously, yes. <laughs> it just kind of clicks with you. Yeah. I heard say, um, basically, rethink. When you're going for the food that you kind of in your gut, you know you don't really need, you know you're not that hungry, try and then sit down and like, actually pinpoint what it is you need from it so are you just stressed mm-hmm. and you're looking for comfort and mm-hmm. is that why you're eating or are you bored are you lonely is that why you're eating and like kind yeah. of disconnect that need for food with the emotion and then kind of nourish the emotion rather than the food so mm-hmm. if you're lonely maybe like that's the time where you like you know call your friend call your mate go for a walk with someone yeah. something like that and then if you're still hungry at the end of it that's fine like you can totally eat yeah always for eating obviously (laughs) but it's just really interesting because I think during this time people are putting so much pressure on the fact that they're eating more but actually I just think it's that comfort and that sense of security and like feeling good yeah so it's something I think it's important for everyone to kind of check in with 
what they're doing, but also not feel guilty. Mm. That's so true. If you're going to be doing it, that's fine. But just understand why Mm. more. I think there's two things that I like at the moment. Yeah, we're bored and we're using it as a reason to stop work and get up and go to the kitchen um, and distracting ourselves from feeling like that generally makes that feeling go away um I think they your hunger pains generally you tend to get them in like cycles so I don't know if you ever noticed like if you went shopping for the day you tend to forget about eating sometimes because you're distracted and you're busy and then you'll get to like three o'clock and it's you know not eaten because you're not really mm. even thinking about it whereas when we're sitting at home not really doing much else and you think about it all the time like I, I think about food a lot I'm not gonna lie um percent <laughs> of my brain space <laughs> I mean what else is there to do at the moment and I think that is the other thing because we're not going out and going to cinema or anything else we are using food as a treat and a social and like a almost like a hobby like we're yeah. cooking more we're probably thinking oh, we're like we'll treat ourselves to a takeaway more than we would normally and we're using it in a different way at the moment than we normally would and yeah I mean food is very social anyway but right now with being at home and moving a lot less we just got to be a bit more aware of it I think and try not to like have stuff in the house that you're trying to avoid I, mm-hmm. I bought sweets the other day because I get a little bit worried that people sometimes feel a bit dizzy on their first session. So I was like, I'll get some sweets. And then if they feel a bit dizzy, you've got a little bit of a sugar rush and it'll oh, you know, a bit better. I could have done with that my I'll first session <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be sick after my first session. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it sound too awful. It's not always like that. <laughs> no, it's not. Very um, but yeah. <laughs> You, you know what I mean? Like you had yeah. it in the house, and now it's gone. Like yeah. if I didn't have it in the house, I wouldn't have eaten it. It wouldn't have eaten hours. it. But yeah, yeah, it, the effort of going to the shops at the moment, you know, stops you a little bit. Yeah, that's which is true. Good. I am trying to be cautious of like, I don't want to stop you know like stop how I'm eating at all because I feel like I'm quite balanced in how I do but just be like mindful like you said of the fact that I'm moving less during the day mm-hmm. to yeah just have like half of what I normally have in like terms of like if I'm gonna have a cake like don't have the whole thing <laughs> have like a little bit of it because don't I mean cake. you know what I'm like I'll literally have like seven slices <laughs> no remorse for that but just trying to be mindful like trying to stay healthy and just kind of keep on track with things but not feeling the guilt about it afterwards either because that's just yeah completely we're so critical of ourselves yeah we beat ourselves up so much like I think actually learning to be a bit nicer to yourself can make a massive difference about everything like food and body image and exercise and it's just there's just days where you're going to need a cake and there's days where you're not going to want to train and that's totally okay just doing what you can when you can really yeah and on those days when you say you wake up and you really don't want to train is Mm -hmm. there any advice you'd give for someone to just kind of go out and do it like what would be is there anything you would do yourself that makes you then think okay right I need to go do this today yeah I think definitely trying to just do the warm-up or doing a stretch like when we were first into lockdown I wasn't really training very much but I was trying to go out and just stretch in the sunshine um like take a coffee or take a podcast or whatever um and just do the warm-up and then once you've done the warm-up just kind of if you feel like it just do a small circuit it doesn't have to be an hour it can be 10 minutes 
yeah. and then once you've done that if you feel like do another one do another one like just take it as it comes and adapt where you need to like if you look at a program and you think I absolutely cannot do that today just change it like you don't no one's gonna die if you don't do that program today <laughs> just be a bit nice to yourself and like follow someone if you need to follow them or ring a friend if you need to but yeah I think just like taking it in baby steps and um, just being nice to yourself like that's I think the most important thing I mean like don't be nice to yourself and dominoes and five pizzas but <laughs> just being a bit like kind in the uh, exercise front and uh, knowing that you don't have to be out smashing burpees every day no there is no new normal like it's just taking it day by day and you know doing what you can like I said before exactly perfect um, and where can everyone contact you or find you through social media or your website? What's best? Uh, yep. So generally I'm probably quickest on Instagram, which is Savannah Bohay E-T, um, S-A-V-A-N-N-A-H-B-O-W-H-A-Y-P-T. I do have the weirdest name in the world, so <laughs> spell that one out. Um, and then the website's the same. I always do think I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs> I think you're fine. A year on, I think you know how to say my name. <laughs> uh, the website's the same, which is spanabohapt.com, um, which I think all links up. But yeah, if you just message me on Instagram, that's probably the quickest way. Um, yep. And yeah, always happy to help. I would definitely recommend, even if if someone wants to just take those first steps and might not necessarily be a PT, but just kind of have that chat to get in touch with you because. Mm-hmm. I think that just opens the door to it and it's you know it's that first step in the process it's less daunting yeah that's the hardest part for sure like making the decision to ask for help and to do something about the situation that you're currently in is by far the hardest I think even just like having a chat sometimes helps yeah and it doesn't have to be something scary no I'm not scary I promise yeah you're like the least scary PT ever (laughs) no you're not (laughs) Oh, we always joke about like um, that you're more likely to just come and have a chat and do some burpees while I tell you about my love life. When we have a chat <laughs> about, about yours, like it's not it's not going to be scary yelling like you know. No. The, the what you imagine a PT is like, but it's not like that at all. It's generally just offloading and chatting and doing some exercise at the same time. Exactly, and I think that's why you're great because it's so much more supportive and fun and enjoyable when you go to you whereas I've found many other PTs I do not come away feeling great <laughs> whereas I come away from you and I'm like what a great day a lovely chat with Savannah <laughs> and I've burned some calories <laughs> like a distraction <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I think I think everyone's like scared to get into fitness at the beginning like I remember feeling walking to a gym and feeling really self-conscious and I still feel it now like to a certain degree so for someone that's not comfortable in a gym at all I feel like I just want to make them more comfortable about exercise and then at some point if they want to walk into a gym when we ever get gyms back they'll feel more comfortable yeah it's not yeah PT isn't necessarily always going to be forever but like some people have been with me four or five years and some people can just do a few months and they feel more confident generally like the mental health side of it's got way better and yeah Mm. they're good to go and be set free into a gym (laughs) perfect great thanks for talking savannah thanks enjoyed it i really hope that people will um 
get something from this and learn from you like I do every week. Oh, thanks, <laughs> Have a great day. Bye. Bye.